Welcome to MCQ Views and Voices, the podcast about life in the Muddy Sea and the Centre du Québec region, produced by Case MCQ. This is the third episode in our special series called Green Thumbs and Cracked Pots, which features conversations with local gardeners. Today, our regular contributors are back. They are Sharon Saint-Ange, Julia Frid, and Marilyn Mastine. And if you put their years of gardening experience together, I think you come out with 111 years or something like that. This episode just might make your mouth water a bit because we're talking about our very favorite veggies to grow and where we like to get the seeds for these yummy veggies. So thanks to you out there for tuning in and off we go. Happiness is a rundown shag in a rundown forest. Mice talk back. Happiness is a shower in the rain. Apple pie and a ride on a train. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Julie Miller, and I'm back with uh, Julia Frid, Marilyn Mastine, and Sharon St. Onge for another session of Green Thumbs and Cracked Pots. And uh, we'll have to decide if we're uh, the Green Thumb Gang or the Cracked Pot Gang this time, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to talk about our favorite veggies to grow because all of us, some of us grow flowers as well as vegetables. Some of us concentrate more on vegetables, but we all grow vegetables. And what a wonderful topic to discuss in the middle of the winter. It's just been like minus 40 or something. It's slightly warmer now, but still pretty cold. So let's get into it. Favorite veggies to grow and some of the varieties that might have worked for you. Who want, Who is chomping at the bit to start this week? Sharon, you haven't started yet. Okay. And uh, you, it was a nice play on word, who's chomping at the bit uh, or, or on the veggies. <laughs> um favorite uh favorite veggies i think it's all the basics um because of natural pests uh whether they fly or they walk on four feet there are things that i avoid now uh raccoons will not let me have corn and uh, things like that but uh the carrots all the lettuces the different beans the squashes um yeah, I I like vegetables in general, and they've been it's been pretty much a success. I've uh, had veggies to can or to put in the cold room. Um, I did discovered uh, a new uh, pumpkin last spring when I was going through seeds. Um, for pumpkin seed, the uh, seeds are hullless, so that when you clean the pumpkin at the end of the summer, you have all these seeds that don't have any hulls on them. You just need to wash them and dry them and flavor wow. them if you want. And they're ready to eat and they are delicious. What's, what was the name of that pumpkin? Uh, I don't have the envelope in front of me, but I got it from uh, Ecumen, the Les Jardins Ecumen. And okay. I, it was it's developed here in uh, Quebec, if I remember correctly. And on the program La Semaine Verte, there is a farmer in Nicolette that plants them by the field. Wow. And he has a machine to harvest them. And uh, I only had uh, a total of 14 pumpkins that I divided up with the family. So I only had two myself, which didn't give me a 
five pounds of seed. But anyway, they were very good. And like I say, the seeds are green. When you cut open the pumpkin, you have all the pulp, which is tastes just like pumpkin. It's very good. And I had all the seeds. And the pumpkin itself is uh, yellow and green striped, a bit of orange, but it is not your traditional orange pumpkin. It's very pretty. And uh, I uh, plan to do it again this year. Sharon, you have to get us the name of that variety yes. and we'll maybe put it up on the blog, okay? okay the companion right. blog. Uh, but that sounds amazing. And maybe even the farmer in Nicolette, I mean, does he, he sells them? Does he have a stand? Does he, I think what, he sells this farmer. I think he's, I don't remember. It was on La Semaine Verte. And, uh, I had already purchased the seeds when I saw this particular program and it just confirmed that I was going in the right direction. But it seems to me that he deals with, uh, a business that sells pumpkin seed. So his, his pumpkins are, once he's picked them up out of the field, it's they're sold uh, from the field. But I don't know, maybe a garden center in Nicolette would know who he is. Um, hmm. I don't know. But I'll uh, dig up my uh, envelope and uh, get the name for the next time. Great. Wow, those sound like amazing pumpkins. Uh, Julia, what about your fa favorite vegetables? Do you have a favorite vegetable? Well, we're talking about pumpkins, so I had two on my list. Um, so my pumpkin that a pumpkin that I tried uh, that I loved, um, they they make they're huge. Um, I didn't have to give pumpkins away. I would just give a quarter pumpkin away, and that was enough to make people really happy. Just huge pumpkins, not not competition pumpkins. I'm not talking about that, but I would say they were, I don't know, twenty probably about 24 inches in diameter. So a good, a good pumpkin. They're kind of, they're called a rouge vif d'étain. If I think I'm saying that correctly. Um, I got them from West Coast, West Coast Seeds, which is a, an outfit in British Columbia. Um, very tasty, make great pies, even though they're big, they make great soups. They store long, they store for a long time. That's why I had actually chosen it because I wanted something that could I could store for quite a few months, and so that I chose that for that reason. But I just fell in love with the with that pumpkin. So that's that's one that's on the top of my list. And the other the other that's not any particular uh, brand or name is eggplant. I'm a I'm a diehard eggplant fan. Um, I try to eat, we're not vegetarian at home, but I, I personally enjoy eating vegetarian dishes and the eggplant gives me um, a certain degree of similarity with ground beef if I want. Um, so I use eggplant a lot. But so when I see my eggplants growing, I, I get happy. So um, Do you yeah. have a good variety though? Because I've, I, mean, I don't know about Sharon and Marilyn, but I've had trouble growing eggplant. Well, my garden got, gets a lot of sun. I mean, it's other than when the moon is out and it's dark, my garden has sun. So I get a lot of heat, a lot of warmth in that garden. And um, so I don't have a problem growing eggplant apart from if we don't have enough rain because uh, they do like their water as well. But uh, I don't have any particular one. I mean, 
there's the long ones and the little ones and the white ones and the pink ones and the big purple ones and um i love them all so if i see an eggplant i'm just happy <laughs> it's just my i just i just love them i think they're they're beautiful to look at but i don't know i just i don't know why but i'm a, i love my my eggplants so I mean, I love all, so the, I, the, I get excited one, about all my plants because they're all like, they're like babies to me, right? If you plant out any plant, doesn't matter if it's a tomato plant or celery or peas or watermelon. I mean, I had some great watermelon one year. Um, they're all my babies, so I get excited about all of them, but I, I can't go without the eggplant and I'll keep using that pumpkin from now on. Mm, wow. I, I don't know about everyone else. I, I'm, my mouth is sort of starting to water. <laughs> That's true. It is true. Yeah. I can't wait to get started again. Marilyn, what about you? What about uh, your favorite veggies to grow? Well, I'm known here for my corn, which the variety I grow is Vision. And the only way I can grow it is if I put uh, electric wire around it to keep the raccoons away, and it works. Um, and also famous for. Uh, just uh, shell peas. Um, um, they're a lot of work, but there's uh, you can't go to the store and buy anything that tastes like it. So um, they're special in, in our house. Um, another one of my favorites for me, for easy care is the asparagus, of course, because it just you you hardly do anything to it and it's there coming up every year. So um, I have a fond fondness for that. Um, for, for, for And of course, tomatoes are very special because I do a lot of, I make all of our spaghetti sauce, our salsa sauce, pizza sauce, all of that. So um, um, tomatoes are very important uh, also, but uh, but I grow a vast variety and um, I have my special, there's special varieties that I like of most everything that I have in the garden. Well, maybe we could get into varieties uh, in a little more. I just thought I'd pop in. One of my favorite vegetables or most satisfying vegetables to grow is onions because yep. uh, I start them in February. I watch them grow from little wisps of grass, then, you know, put them out whenever I put them out. Usually I'm too early and they get beaten down, but somehow <laughs> they pop up again. And it's so satisfying to have a nice onion harvest. We just are, what well, we're still eating our onions. So the date that we're recording is February 7th. And I think we have onions for at least another month. And uh, so that's one of my favorites. My other favorite spinach, mouth-watering spinach one of the first oh. things that you can get out of the ground and I one of the last spinach. and one of the yes. last yeah. Uh. yeah just so durable it grows i've been having a bit of cutworm trouble so i have to make sure i really water them very very well and make sure that their roots aren't nibbled off but that those are things that come to mind plus everything that everybody else said i mean i don't grow corn because uh, corn isn't our favorite vegetable and I have a big garden, but n n corn does take up a lot of room and I prefer to use it with vines. And as we're going to transition to different, talking about different varieties too, I have a variety of zucchini that I've been using for the last several years that I get from William Dam. 
Seeds, which is in Ontario. It's called Dunya. I think it's D-U-N-Y-A or D-U-N-J-A. I have never had a zucchini plant that, that produces so regularly for so long. It's amazing. And except for last year, which was almost a complete disaster in my garden, it's it does very well against disease. It resists the cucumber beetles that attack it and bring disease. And it just produces for almost, it's just almost endless. You know how often zucchini will get, you know, the powdery mildew uh, and die off. It just goes on and on and on and on. So that's one variety I like. Um, and, and Marilyn, when you talked about peas, I mean, my mouth really did start watering because <laughs> it's not one of the amazing things that you grow that you cannot, I mean, you just cannot buy, you know, in, in the summer, we can buy tomatoes, we can buy spinach, you know, we can buy eggplants, but can you really buy peas, fresh peas? Yeah. And I freeze them and I, I find my frozen ones taste almost as good as fresh out of the garden. Like they're so close that they're one vegetable I will freeze. Uh, and and the, if there's other vegetables ready at the same time, I'll eat the other vegetables and freeze the peas that day just because they're one of the best things that you can conserve and, and have that fresh taste. I have a son and that's his favorite vegetable. And when he was young, you know, and people would would be serving peas and he was disappointed every every time we went somewhere because they were never they were canned peas or frozen peas from the store and he didn't consider them peas at all and to this day when he comes home <laughs> I always make sure that I I, I, I cook peas uh, the freezer for him because uh, he just loves them yeah I have I also have a pea story that I have to talk about um, I started growing peas and I was so excited, but I didn't know, you know, how many plants because they can grow really high or maybe they're not so high. It just depends on what type of pea you get. So I grew maybe about 10 plants, but it didn't give me a whole, you know, because it's not a, it's a lot of work. It's a, you need a lot of space to get a, a good crop, right? I think yeah. everybody can agree with me with that. So I had grown and I think I got maybe, you know, three Ziploc bags, sandwich Ziploc bags of peas once they had been shelled. So I'm all excited about my peas because that it is one of my best vegetables because the taste, one of my favorite vegetables because the taste is amazing. But anyway, so my mother came to visit that year and uh, she always had cooked with peas when I was young. And so she finds, you know, my Ziploc bag of peas and she decided to make a dish well she used I think she used almost all my all ah. my peas and I, I come home and she's made oh I made you supper and I'm like what did you make and I look and I'm like where did you get those peas from and she's like in the freezer and I just about had a heart attack because in one meal she had used almost all yeah. my peas and, and, you know they're like gold to me you know it's like if I'm going to use them I'm going to use them like on a like a hot chicken sandwich where you just get like a teaspoon and yeah. and so I can you know have them for a long time and I saw like she had used like two cups of peas 
And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Oh. Don't the, touch my peas. Yeah. The peas are rationed in your house, right? Oh yeah, they are. Well, that year because it was my first time. Now I know now I know the space it takes, you know, to have a good harvest. But that was I, I just about died when she, she did that. Don't touch oh, my peas. I don't know if anybody else that's reminding me of a story of of, of a well intentioned person who ruined something in my garden. Does anybody else have that sort of story? Yeah, I have one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> go ahead julian i'll tell you mine oh no it was just uh we went away on holiday once we're on a farm we don't go away in the summer but one summer we went away for a week to pei in august and i asked a friend to look in on my garden and as we've been mentioned before on this in our discussions you know frosts often don't come till what mid-september right. sometimes even end of september sometimes even early october this was mid-August. A friend of mine picked every single solid, hard gold tomato, hard, hard green tomato off my plants and put them oh. on my freezer. Oh, <gasps> oh! I, I came home to this and I cried. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, you know, my, a few of them might have ripened, but pasty. Yeah. What's your story, mm. Julia? Yeah. Well, my story's not as catastrophic. Um, but it was still, I, it was when I was not maybe halfway, maybe year 10, maybe year eight of my gardening. So my garden was still on the smaller side and I had only planted maybe five heads of lettuce, ro uh, romaine lettuce. So, but I had learned the process of you just go out and, you know, pick off the leaves, but leave the plant there so it can keep, keep growing. And so I wouldn't just get a knife and cut the plant off to have a big head of because I didn't have a lot of romaine lettuce, but somebody came, I'm not going to say who, because <laughs> who knows if that person will hear this podcast. I don't want to make them feel bad, but um, uh, they, I just said, can you go out and get me some lettuce? And I didn't specify. I should have specified. It's my oh. fault. But then he, he comes in with this huge, you know, one of the plants taken out, but I don't, you know, it, for me, it was catastrophic in the sense like, Oh, don't do that. And then I felt bad that I had sort of yelled at him. <laughs> it was just like a mess. Like, okay, Julia, just calm down. It doesn't matter. It's a piece of lettuce. You know, it's just a, it's a lettuce plant. But, you know, they're like your babies and you know exactly what's in your garden. Anyway, so that was at the beginning. So now I specify, if I say to anybody, go, even my husband, if I specify, go get me some lettuce. Just pick the leaves off, please. Don't, don't bring me the plant. So. so we only have a couple of minutes left. So why don't we go quickly around uh, seed company, seed catalog suggestions let's have everybody's where do you buy your seeds from anyone Silence. i deal with vessi out of pei for years uh i don't know if anyone is familiar with them they're in charlottetown and pei and yep. i have recently discovered uh le portage and jardin Ecumen. Uh, they sell their seeds, they grow their seeds uh, here in Quebec. They're both in the Saint-Didas, Saint-Damien area, uh, which is off in back of Joliette in Lanaudière. Um, in fact, Case, didn't you sponsor a year ago or two years ago? Je I think his name is Jacques Gagnon, who owns Le Portage. And we yeah, had Yves Gagnon. Yves yep. Gagnon, yeah, we had a... a, a uh, a zoom session with him a zoom conference 
And yeah, and seed saving. Yeah. yeah, I haven't visited his place yet, but I have visited Ecumen. And uh, so I get some seeds from them, and there are seeds that I can't find anywhere else. And to experiment uh, just for the pleasure or of having a discovery in the garden, whether a good one or a bad one. And uh, and when I went to Ecumen, it was very interesting to visit there. They have an open house in uh, in August. We have to reserve our spot because they're limited to how many people they can have. And uh, we go and get the visit and they explain everything. So again, it's uh, socializing, socializing and getting uh, knowledge. So those are the two places, the three places mainly that I deal with. Okay, Marilyn, what about you? Um, I use Vessies and Stokes. Uh, Stokes is in Ontario. Um, between the two places, I usually can get the varieties I want. So because I, I, I try not to make, uh, I find the shipping is quite expensive. So try to uh, um, not use too many uh, different places. So those are the two that I generally go to. Julia, what are your suggestions? Um, my two, I don't know why, um, but I, I, I found um, West Coast Seed out of British Columbia. Uh, definitely there's a lot of plants there that I don't see around this area, probably because of the different time, uh, not time zone, even though there is a time zone, but um, they have warmer let's say they have warmer temperatures. So they have seeds that I don't find around this area. So I like that aspect because I find the varieties a little bit different. So I like that, but I also use a lot heritage harvest seeds. They're out of Manitoba and they're all heirloom uh, seeds, uh, finicky seeds. Heirloom seeds seem to be a lot more finicky, but I, I appreciate the when, they, when I first started dealing with them, they had a little catalog that they don't provide anymore. Unfortunately, it's all online from what I last heard anyway. I haven't seen their catalog, but their catalog had always a write-up like this This tomato comes from Russia, 1800s, brought by Mr. Thomas Blake um, when he was traveling with his wife. And, you know, they, they do the whole, you know, a, a long spiel about many of their seeds and they have a huge variety. I think... In those days, there was 14 pages of tomato. Oh. And they all had a little write-up, you know, and this tomato is really good in sandwiches, and this is my husband's favorite, and really, really down-to-earth uh, catalog. So I, I really, really appreciate Heritage Harvest Seeds in Manitoba. Well, those are all great suggestions. And I already mentioned William Dam in Ontario, which is my go-to. I find that they, have, they do have some organic varieties. They have some... Uh, heirloom varieties as well. And then they have things that, that do so well and grow well in my garden. So, um, so that's it. So, and our time is up for this week. So thank you everybody for your suggestions and ideas and participation and stories. And it's great to talk with you and we'll see you again. Bye-bye. Look forward to it. Bye. MCQ Views and Voices is produced by Case MCQ with support from the Secrétariat aux Relations avec les Québécois d'Expression Anglaise. The idea for the Green Thumbs and Cracked Pot series grew out of the MCQ Gardening Collective project. 
If you're interested in getting involved or have an idea for a podcast, visit our website, that's casemcq.com, and drop us a note. The song this week is called Happiness Is, and it's from Jason Lang's brand new album called Handled With Care. Jason has lovingly recorded a collection of his mother's songs. His mother was no other than Penny Lang, the much-missed Canadian folk singer who touched so many people across this country. I highly recommend this album. I just love it. Thanks so much to you for listening. And if you like this podcast, write us a review on iTunes or Spotify or tell your friends or just come back and listen again next time. See you soon. Happiness is a rundown shag in a rundown forest. Mice talk back. Happiness is a shower in the rain. Apple pie and a ride on a train. Buying on credit, living on time. Oh, all my money, I can't keep a dime. I don't like fighting, I don't drink none. I gave up cigarettes, stole the neighbor's gun. Happiness is a rundown shack in a rundown forest. Mice talk back. Happiness is a shower in the rain. Apple pie and ride on a Paycheck, landlord, give me heat. Landlord, give me heat. Shower in the rain, apple pie, ride on a tree.